Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Uma. How y'all doing today? Good. It's Friday. You know, it's like that first week back to work after the holidays, <laughs> and you're just like, man, it's Friday. Like, Well, today was a Friday for me, yeah. yeah. What is that annoying, like, song from YouTube back in the day? Like, that's what I want to be. It's Friday, it's Friday, getting down <laughs> on Friday. Yeah, I want to be jamming to that for no good reason. Other than Hanging with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Perfect. Was it Je- what was her? What was her name? Jessica Black or Amanda Black or something like that? Yo, that's a throwback right there. Yeah. <laughs> did we just reveal our ages to everybody? Yeah. No. Did. No, my gray hairs on my head and my face <laughs> for everybody. You know, when I when I cut my hair, people think that I'm I'm literally in my twenties, and I'm like, "Yep, that's the end of the conversation right there." <laughs> hey man, at least you ain't receding your, your your hairline isn't receding. You're not going bald, bro. So be grateful, yo. Yeah, I am very grateful for that. I'm very grateful. Yo, for you that. still got hair, bro. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm wearing a hat up in this bitch, bro? <laughs> Yo, this, this show is gonna be the geriatric geeky bros. You know <laughs> <laughs> the double G bros. <laughs> oh man. All right. Oh, All yeah. right, brother. What's on the agenda for today, Umar? Okay, so uh, before we start, uh, just uh, another reminder to our viewers that, uh, well, the one, the ones who are not watching during the live event, because the ones who are watching the live event, you're shit out of luck and have to look, listen through everything. But uh, for all uh, our viewers who watch or listen afterwards, uh, please, if you just want to talk about one, hear one topic that we discuss, look in the descriptions and use our timestamps to get to the topic you want. On the topic of aging, We've had a a bit of a sad run of celebrity losses of recent. Uh, and Betty White passed away last week. And today, unfortunately, we also lost another legend, Sydney Sydney Potier. Uh, Betty White was like a couple of weeks away from our hundredth birthday. Uh, and uh, Sydney Potier passed away at ninety four. Uh, I will say that. Um, out of the two, I definitely know uh, Betty White the most. Uh, she, I, I saw her in reruns of the Mary Tyler Moore show and also Golden Girls, of course. Uh, but I also, I would say that I, I saw her in the proposal, which resulted in uh, me seeing a lot more memes and uh, like YouTube videos of her, uh, and also scenes from SNL. So, yeah, kind of a close to my heart. Sad to see her pass, especially so so close to her hundredth birthday. And Sidney Poitier, I've seen him in, uh, I think the only thing I've seen him in is in the classic uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with him, Catherine Hepburn, and Spencer Tracy. Uh, but, like, that's that was about all I saw of him. He always seemed, he was a very talented actor, and from all the clips that I've seen of him on YouTube and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, uh, a couple of legends uh, passed. How about you guys? Uh, any fond memories of Betty White or Sidney Poitier? Darcy? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, from 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 Betty White, it's just you know being a badass, <laughs> like just showing up and stuff, and always being referenced by things. I, I can't say I'm as familiar with with uh, uh, Cindy Poitier's stuff. Um, just I did get immersed in it when I was younger, uh, unfortunately. But you know, either way, it's 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 just unfortunate, you know, uh, to lose any talent, and um, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad to see that they had, like, long, good, full lives. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, for Betty White, yeah, it sucks that she was so excited to celebrate her hundredth birthday. Um, so yeah, it's it's unfortunate, um, but you know they've they've uh, contributed a lot to the world, and that that's you know something good to to celebrate at the end of the day. T. Yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely unfortunate. Um, but you know, on a on another note, I mean the fact that uh, Betty White, especially like the fact that she she lived such a long life. I mean, ninety nine, man, that's that's long, right? And she's she was so. You know, you saw you saw her in a lot of roles, and she was always so upbeat and uplifting and and whatnot. And she seemed to she seemed to have such a great sense of humor. Um, anytime you saw her in any any body of work that she did, so she you know it seemed like she really enjoyed what she did or what she was like in terms of acting. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's sad that we 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 lost her. And in terms of Sydney. Um, I'm not familiar, like much like Darcy. I'm not familiar with his his body of work all that much, other than I recall reading the book in the heat of the night, which was mm. I don't know which came first, uh, the book or the movie, but uh, I had to actually read that in uh, elementary school, and then we ended up watching the movie. And um, from what I remember, it was a really it was a really good movie, and he portrayed the the character uh, very well. And so, you know, again, another person who was super passionate about his craft and great at what he what he does or what he did at that time and um yeah unfortunate to see a legend pass so yeah um my condolences to the family and r.i.p to both these legends yeah and also like uh in the sense that both of them kind of pushed the envelope a lot mm -hmm. uh, at least on on camera for women and also for uh for black men mm -hmm. so like you know they they definitely they definitely uh, join a lot of like very heroic uh, legends on that front. One hundred percent. All right, moving on. So our next topic uh, is our good old fashioned geeky news. Uh, we have a few stories. Uh, not a lot happened of late. I guess everyone was just really enjoying New Year's uh, alone in their you know secluded lockdowns. But uh, there has been some interesting rumors of late uh, that I've only just started hearing about. So I think, uh, Darcy, I think you, you're the one uh, who uh, researched a little bit more that like the CW, the uh, how do I put this? The insult to comic book lore, the shit in my food. Wow. The, the <laughs> ice pick in my eye. And the adulterous woman in my bed. That last one might not be a bad thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering where you're going with this analogy, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying that the CW has given me a lot of shit. And I've had to watch and eat that shit. And I'm tired of it. And so... Yeah, I was hoping that the article you, you, was you say eat shit, bro. You eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, well, I was being metaphorical, but that, that's a movie reference, actually. By the way, <laughs> oh, Sailor no, no, reference. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was Billy Madison, wasn't it? <laughs> Something like that. I yeah. just, I just remember the phrase like you, you eat pieces of shit. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> uh, nonetheless, uh, the CW potentially is being bought out. Now, I was hoping this was going to be the, C- uh, the CW has gone bankrupt and they were going down to hell and never coming back again. But it turns out, potentially, that HBO might take CW. Again, mm-hmm. rumors. But I'm going to let our, our boy Darcy uh, give the real facts because I'm, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing what I heard. Darcy? Bro, I mean, I, I know why you're coming to me. Tack is the one who called this out. I'm the one who sent you the article that I haven't fully read because I got stuck on the Batwoman uh, Batwing outfit. <laughs> That's what I got stuck on right there. All right, but- T, how about you start then? Well, uh, so I, I was briefly skimming through t- uh, TikTok and a bunch of people were talking about it and how CW's potentially uh, selling selling their their production studio to the highest bidder, basically. And there's a rumor, like you mentioned, that HBO is interested. There's also another company that's interested in taking it over. And mainly because apparently CW hasn't been making a lot of money in the last several years. Good. Um, which I find, uh, which I find a little surprising. Like, I mean, granted, like their shows are not, their shows are not great, but there was a point, you know, for me anyway, in terms of like Smallville, yes, it did see a decline, you know, along with Arrow and the flash, but at some point in some of the seasons, they did have potential. So I I like, and some of their effects have been pretty, pretty okay. Right, so I'm like, where are they getting this money from? Like, and how are they not making money if the uh, like to produce all, all of these like effects? Right, so I don't know, but um, apparently, yeah, like they're they're selling off their rights, and um, I think if HBO takes it, then we could get some good quality shows because the, isn't isn't uh, Superman and Lois on HBO right now, or are they mm-hmm. still? No, oh, no, yeah. it's CW, right? Or yeah, yes, yeah, CW. Sorry, I thought you said CW. CW. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm wondering if like if HBO takes it, then what the what will that mean for the quality that we get going forward? Like, yeah, you can't, you can't get much worse. The, th- the thing that I want to throw out here, though, as I'm like kind of reading through this article, is talking about licensing and stuff like that. Like, and from revenue perspective, is is like yeah, they're selling themselves. Does that mean that HBO is getting the rights and having an agreement with WB to actually produce new content, or are they taking the existing <clears throat> shows and now they own them and they license them, right? Which means, because like CW has been licensing their stuff either through foreign syndication, which is, you know, trying to put it on not just your own, you know, because it's uh, CW, which I learned from this article, is a combination of CBS and Warner uh, Media, which that's why it's CW, CBS and Warner Media. It's, it's so lame. But anyways, um, and so it's a combination. They fund it and then they put it on, obviously, on CBS's television stations. And, you know, and then they also syndicate that out to other television you know, stations around the world that want to, you know, show that material. And they haven't been making that much money from it. And then they've also syndicated it to like or licensed it to like Netflix. Right. As we've seen, like Riverdale and stuff like that. And so they, yeah, a horrible show. I've, I've, I've loved watching a YouTube channel just like, just 
roast that show. That's all I've ever seen of the show is just roasting. And it, that's yeah, everything. it's such a shit show, right? Tactics. <laughs> I don't watch it. Cool. Yeah, that, that's about fair. <laughs> it's, I don't not watch worth, it. it's not worth watching. So, but anyways, like what I'm getting at here is that like they could sell the studio and their existing properties, and that would mean that they say HBO takes it and they license them, which means they can throw it into HBO Max and just add more content. Kind of like when Disney recently just bought—I forget who they bought out—but they bought something out and they, they put like, adult. Did they buy out? Yeah, I know, but you know how they put ma- mature. It's like Star something, and they put mature content yeah, 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 into yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. It could, it's like that. Like take all of those properties and stick them in, and it makes HBO Max a better offering because what they need to do is get more people on board. Oh, hey, you want to watch the old episodes of The Flash? Come oh. in here, right? That's the that's the play. I don't know if that means that they're going to produce new content, right? Because that would be probably God a separate deal with Warner yeah. Media. So, yeah. like whoever gets it from a perspective of licensing it. I mean, I don't really care because I'm not. I mean, I might, I might go. Fine, I'll finish the Flash. I have nothing else going on, and it's already on something I'm already paying for. But if it's on HBO Max, I'm definitely not gonna go watch it now. <laughs> um, you know, like if HBO were to take over these properties, that would be fantastic. As in reboot them, as in like take over the Flash. No, it's a whole, totally different thing. Not the same Flash. I. I I want I want all of that stuff to die. Don't get me wrong, Grant Gustin. I still love you. You're amazing, but just move on. Just, I just honestly, like, if if HBO takes like the CW and like it becomes like the the DC place, then like if they, for the love of God, can they just? I would trust. Cause I loved Watchmen. If I can get that level quality for a Batman TV series, like a live action Batman TV series that like is an adult version of what we got from the animated series right there. My life has been made. Like I I lived, I understand why I lived so long. Interesting. (laughs) Um, yeah you just put a lot of stock into movies man like your life <laughs> depends on like the success of like spider-man no way home and now this i'm like shit uh, uh, bro. Uh, you're forgetting the batman remember yeah that's true that's true you're man damn you're man. on a thin lifeline bro <laughs> I, there's a <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason I chose chose the name Big Geekumar. Oh man, yo! If we start getting early rumors that the Batman is not good, we're just gonna we're just gonna put knock you over the head and put you into an early coma and try to. You're gonna put me in Suicide Watch? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, like you know, like put no, put you on something that you know, just like just knock you out until it's good to bring you back. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like you know, cryogenic or something. You know, just just like till it's a good time because I want I don't want you to be going to hospital for like non-induced reasons <laughs> you go in there anyways apparently so <laughs> all right well uh t any last uh comments no nah, not at all all right cool moving up hold up hold up i got a comment did you can you bring up a picture of that bat wing suit can we bring that up because oh, i yes, need yes i yes, need yes. to I need to talk about this before we move on with the CW, okay? Oh, I am all about hearing people shitting on CW products. So, Darcy, you have the floor. 
Yeah, yeah. So this this new Batwing outfit. Now I haven't watched the show since the first episode of the second season. Okay, I watched the whole first season. I watched the first episode of the second season. You watch, You have a lot of strength of will, man. Like I, I could. I don't have the stamina or stomach for that. Yeah, it, sometimes it's just about like I need something to watch while I do something. This is convenient. So, um, so. Oh. <sighs> oh. Oh my lord. Yo, I, do we have what a the do, fuck? Is that Batwing? That's the Batwing. Do we have a shot with the helmet down though? Because that's like that's where it gets that's get, where it gets real, like yeah. real bad. <clears throat> so this outfit. Okay, first off, let me just say, seeing the two of them. Okay, part of me wants to be like, yo, it's nice to see representation. The other part yeah. of me goes, man. Stop serving me stuff that you know that like I oh I want to see it. It like it, like I get the character on the left. I didn't recognize him at first because he had enormous glasses on. He's been in the show the whole time. He is Lucius's fox son, so it is logical and it all makes sense story wise. Uh, to however they ended up screwing it up, but it it is in the comics. Um, and so like yeah, that fundamentally makes sense that he's there, but it just feels so sports. Okay, look at this thing. Okay. This outfit and the, <laughs> and, and the composition of this. Why does he looks like his head looks like a combination between Optimus Prime and the yeah. Predator with a toddler's body of Batman that, that's trying to be Nightwing mixed with like the actual Batwing suit or like the or the, the one that like Batman wore when he fought like uh like you know the, the big mech suit that he has? Like it's like a baby version of that. Like what is this? That's some bullshit. That's what it is. It, it, like no, you you called it. It, it looks like op, like a, a mesh between Optimus Prime and the Predator on a child's body. <laughs> like you, you, I watched one clip of him talking in the thing, and I'm like, no, they needed a voice changer. They needed a voice changer. They needed that. <laughs> like it does not. He does not sound menacing. Nor does he look menacing either. <laughs> To yeah. you, uh, do you have any thoughts on um this it looks shit? like it looks like what you would buy at party city on halloween <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man like, this is this is the image that they post up on the wall when you pick out your your, your <laughs> halloween costumes bro and it and it, and it and it comes out like one third of that it, yeah <laughs> Oh man! Like the like like there's no back to this helmet. It's just, it's just what you see. It just ends there. Oh, I just I can't get over this helmet. Like it doesn't look enough like Batman. Like it's like yes, there's a hint of it, but it's Optimus Prime. Like so much. Oh my God! That's yeah. Anyways, I, I had to get that out of my system. That's all. No, no, no. That that that's, <laughs> I respect that. And the funny thing is, in the comics, you can actually you're supposed to see it's like the mask is similar to that of Nightwing, and this is not like that. This is entirely different. I understand that, like in in reality, it is hard to make things look like the comics sometimes because, like, yeah. li literally people's faces don't work like that. And if you look at, like, um, 
uh what's oh my gosh can't batman beyond right like how it's like it like it's like na- i forget what the actual it's made of but i'm assuming it's like it nanotechnology yeah yeah but it's like physically connected like it's almost like it looks like it's inside his throat and doesn't bother him right you know like okay that's not gonna translate into a movie yeah see that looks good but that's it, i don't think that's from the comics yeah, but you know what's different about this? Like, first off, the chin strap piece is forward to yeah. that of the 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 the, the faceplate. Now, I know that this isn't going to translate to real life because it kind of assumes a person's face is a lot flatter than <laughs> that, that, that than it should be. But yeah, the, there's like there's like a knight aspect, like looks like a like a crown of how things are forward, and like it's like everything else is reversed in this one. Uh, in the in the in the CW one, yeah, he just he just he looks like someone's like little cousin <laughs> version of fat. <laughs> like he's like, you did a good job, Billy. You did a good <laughs> job. <laughs> now, go, now go trick or treat. Yeah, dude. <laughs> your first Comic Con, you know, you put good stuff. I love you did a good job. And if you were if you were ten. You would get props. You'd be like, "Damn, you did it yourself. That's good." Yeah. Stuff. See that? That's battling. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they go with this? Uh, like, <laughs> like I mean, I mean, this is not amazing. I mean, no, no, it's not. It's not great. But like, the sad thing is, this is better than what we saw. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying from their budget perspective, like they probably spent they probably spent half the show's budget on that helmet, and like they could have got away. <laughs> they could have got away with this, <laughs> you know. Like, just improve on this. Like, the bar's low. <laughs> <laughs> not that hard. Anyways, I digress. Oh, I digress. All right. Moving on. So the next uh, a quick piece of uh, geeky news is our uh, most beloved and most highly anticipated The Boys Season 3 has been announced with a rather creepy teaser trailer uh, and like a really, really teaser uh, trailer uh, that it, it will be returning June 3rd. So we got a little bit more time. We got a little bit more time. But uh, at least uh, it's... Can I say it's on the horizon? It's, it's coming. So, uh, nonetheless, uh, I, uh, I'm, I am a huge, I'm a huge fan of the show. Well, I think we're all three of us are a huge fan of the show, and I cannot wait to see what season three has to, uh, has to show for us. T, well, how about you? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, this is one of my top favorite superhero shows that we got in the last few years and I'm it's highly anticipated on my list and I'm I'm super excited for it. I want to see where it goes. They they so far they they've been delivering on quality, the humor, the action, the gore. It's giving me everything that I want. Um a close second is obviously invincible. It kind of has the same kind of vibe to it. So, I mean, two great shows that I'm looking forward to, although um is just revealed off off camera that uh or off air that the invincible is being delayed so that's unfortunate or they haven't started shooting yet so i mean i'm a little bummed about that but uh excited for the boys so yeah bring it on i'm ready dars oh dars you're on mute i'm talking on mute and i had a good joke there i was just saying i wouldn't call it shooting i'd call it i'd call it drawing for invincible 
But anyways, I digress. <laughs> uh, the timing is off now. Um, I mean, I mean, this is this is weird. But like, Amazon kills it when it comes to mm-hmm. superheroes, and literally, literally kills it. Like the one thing that they're doing that sets them apart is like that their shows are like Game of Thrones level, and it's. You know, I just watched the teaser because I didn't know there was a teaser until you just said it. Um, and so I just watched it and I'm like, yeah, that's fantastic. But I literally don't need it with Invincible Agreed. Or, or, or or the boys. I don't need anything. Just like literally, this is what I need. Take They could take the Beyonce route. Just drop it. That's it. Yep. Someone just drops it and goes, hey, new boy season just started right now. Let's go. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, get me a computer, grab me an iPhone. Let's get this going. I, I'll load up some, need some Prime, you know? Um, they, uh, like, I say this, you know, with knock on wood and all that stuff, they can't miss. Like, they just, like, the, the quality level of their, 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 their storytelling. And I've done two seasons now with the boys. So I, I, I and, and Amazon's been like, Amazon feels like they're, um, um, they don't how to put this they don't care about the creative they're just paying for it right like <laughs> in in a good way where it's like they don't get involved as much yeah it's like and, and, and I don't know if that's like I feel like that's almost true also with Apple when it comes to like um, Ted Lasso um, where it's just like you got a good concept check and Amazon can sign like those two companies can sign checks right like they, they got the money for days so it's like they just need to get the membership that's all that they care about they just want you yeah. to get you to get the prime subscription so they're like if this gets it cool just dump more money so that means that like they can if this is the story they're telling it does not feel like the creatives are held back and they just go and they just do it and have a great time and we get great content from it so yeah just drop it June, you said. I'm super excited now for June. You know, I'm super excited. I have a question. T, uh, I know you answered it already, but I kind of want to like know if that was like legit uh, your ranking. But Darcy, I'll start with you first. Do you prefer this over Invincible? I see. I was just pausing there because I was hoping you would just say the reverse statement to give me more time. Um, <laughs> like, like, you're like, oh, or invincible over this. That's what I was waiting for you to say. And I was like, um, do you, you need time? I'll just go. To, no, go no. I'm just like, this is a, that's a hard question. Because like I one, I... this this has two seasons and Invincible yeah. has one. But I, I almost got to say I like Invincible more. Like it, it like, like it, it. This is a fantastic show. No two buts about it. It's got the gore. It's got the spectacle. It's got the creepiness. It's got moments like it. Just like every episode, pretty much has got moments for you to hang on and remember. But I gotta say that like Invincible did something that, like, it had intense moments. Like intense moments, like a live action level drama intensity from a drawing. It 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 hit it has anime style, but it hit anime levels mm. in terms mm-hmm. of like storytelling. And that last episode is in my top all time of 
any content. Like my favorite, my favorite my Hero Academia <clears throat> episode, my favorite Invincible episode, like some of the best like Naruto stuff, and some of like the best like just like Dark Knight, like the Dark Knight, like the some yeah. of the best stuff. It's at that level. That last episode went from that last episode. Look, the, the, the episode before ended in a crazy way. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're thinking, like, it's going to resolve in some kind of way. And then you're just going to be like, you know, it's going to be a little downhill. Because like, you, you see a second last episode that's like, <gasps> that, la- you, that last episode sets for some high bar, right? And that last yeah. episode started right out of the gate and went nuts, stayed <laughs> nuts, and then ended with tears. Yeah. Right? Like, you're like, yeah. Ah. We're not ready for all that. So yeah, I, I gotta say I think Invincible's I think Invincible's better. And okay. that's like saying like I think a, a, a ten is better than a nine point eight. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Sees TO a hundred percent. Yep, completely agree. That that episode broke <clears throat> a lot of things, including our hearts. <laughs> all right, T thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Darcy. I Invincible wins by you know this much, just on account of like they can. I feel like they can do a lot more because it is it is an animated show, so you can kind of like make it a lot more grand and and extravagant. So, uh, and on top of that, the story the the storytelling is really really solid. And it's unpredictable at times. Like it's unlike any other superhero show that I've seen in a very long time, right? And yeah. so I like what they they give us. Um, and the lore is really interesting. So yeah, I mean, I'm I agree. I think I think Invincible is a solid. They're both solid shows, but I I tend to anticipate and enjoy Invincible just a little bit more. <sighs> See, okay, like I, I know I, I asked you guys, hoping I would get a little bit more time to like figure out for myself. But the worst part <clears> is you guys, you guys are influencing me now. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, because like, Darcy, I'm with you because like, uh, like watching as much animated and anime as you and I have, like, you get it. And like, honestly, I don't think I've. Uh, uh, no, that's not true. I've definitely watched some animes that have like fucked me over, but like that one, yeah, it, it like like CTO said, it like it broke me, and not just once. It was like multiple levels of breaking at multiple different times. I was like, son of a bitch. With the boys, I wouldn't say I've ever been broken. No, I would say I would say that I uh, I have you know I've resonated with what they've said, what they're like how how they're doing stuff. I've like I mean Homelander is campaigning for one of the top villains in my in my book in terms of like um like comic book depictions. Uh, I know T you're you're on my side with, with that one. Darcy, are you a big fan of Homelander? Oh, Homelander is amazing. Like okay. I, I love that character. Everything about that actor's delivery. I also love him on Instagram. He's hilarious. He because he, really, yeah, he's just he's just funny because like he's like so appreciative and he's a very different person. But 
he he like channels a little bit of like sar like home like it's not homelander sarcasm but it's like sarcasm about the homelander and he like channels like a like like an eighth of it just to like mess with people a little bit like i'm just like yeah this guy's funny <laughs> uh yeah so i'm i'm going to have to go with home uh with homelander uh, with invincible strictly because of an of emotional resonance like we watch stuff we read stuff to you know broaden our minds and also like to enjoy things but like invincible caused so much enjoyment while the boys gives me a lot of things that i love uh so yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to like like as tactics would say uh, invincible wins by a dick hair yeah and it's got an amazing cast like sandra but oh. both of them do they both yeah. have fantastic casts I'm just in love with the fact of Sandra O's in this show and her character and what she brings to it and the fact that like they let her do that or not let her but like they give her the room for it you know is like it's just she she's a standout character for me like I I'm afraid when she when when I knew she was going to stand up to 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 um uh, what's her name here Omni Man you know like I'm just Dude, afraid like, of like for her and for him <laughs> J and also like I'm I hundred percent with with you because like I've always loved Sandra O oh, and she she does not disappoint, but J.K. Simmons man, oh my god, he's got he, perfect he, voice for this. Like in 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 a way where it's like he's it it, it it's Thanos level voicing, you know what I mean? But it was without the modification of making his voice deeper, right? That 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 like was used for Thanos, right? Like it's not a lot, but it's still some percent Thanos, and it, it's like. You, you put up that character against him in real life, you're like, no. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Actually, that would be interesting. If Omni-Man <laughs> and Thanos went at it, I would I would want to see how that goes. Oh, I meant Omni-Man staying beside J.K. Simmons. Like, I was like, oh, you feel so like so very different yeah. people. But, yeah, Omni-Man and Thanos? Yeah. Oh, there, there's got to be a fan channel out there. I got to Google that. That's got to be <laughs> fun. <laughs> Yo, the, oh. the, uh, so, I, I was reading an article uh, from the, the, the creator of... Um, uh, of the boys, I don't take this as legit, nor do I take this as anything other than bias, like pro promotions. But he, he he goes on. It's like I've heard the the conversation online about Homeland ver Homelander versus uh, Superman. I gotta say, Homelander's gonna win because that man is going to kill. And in my head, like we've talked about this, I'm like, Homelander is has never actually fought someone at his level. He gonna cry like a little bitch once he gets like a sucker punch from uh, from Superman. And Superman will throw down. So, yeah. Has he I never like... fought anybody at this level though? Because like the the planet he comes from, he had to have fought people to survive. Sorry, his own who you, people. Who, who oh, about? Homelander. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking of Omni Man when you said that. I'm like Omni Man would not cry in a fight against. against Omni Man Superman. literally fought his way to the top. Yeah. So uh, yeah. No, I I kept thinking about Omni Man because we're talking about Omni Man versus like Thanos. <laughs> Like that would be a good fight just on the basis that like they're both willing to go the same route. Like yeah. like Thanos is actually more um civil and and more um like it, it's weird. Like Thanos is he wipes out half the universe and he has no problem killing anybody, but his whole purpose in his mind is to be a hero to save the universe. So he does care about people more than Omni-Man, which looks at them like animals, like be animals beneath him. Like, I'm not saying Thanos is good. What I'm saying is, is that 
he had he's a he's a little bit different and a little bit better than Omni Man. <laughs> it's not that's saying a, okay. a lot. <laughs> okay, that, that's that's an interesting topic. That and I actually let's like ad hoc and make a topic. The question is, who has the more justified uh, perspective, uh, Omni Man or Thanos? And me personally, I would say uh Ooh, he threw himself off with his own question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, T, I'm I'm gonna pass this to you right now. <laughs> Actually, uh, T, you may be you may be really good at answering this because this is like one is uh like Thanos is borderline like he's insane but it's it's a philosophy that he's following in terms of like survival of like kill the few to save everyone well technically if you kill half of the universe you're not killing the few you're just you're killing half to save another half but omni-man is one of like they they fought for superiority because they were just like and it was like to the point that they're like even their genes do the same thing but that so but their overall objective was world domination, right? They wanted to become the superior race, right? Yes. I feel like both of them are are, are driven by ego, so it's it's it, it's basically just choosing the lesser of two evils, right? I, like Thanos was very much egotistical in his methods too, because essentially he was just trying to play God and take nature into his own hands, right? So he, he believes he knew better. Yeah. Right, and so. I feel like maybe hit like Thanos's way was probably a little less uh what's the word I'm looking for uh domineering in the sense of like it was just as simple as a snap he just kind of eradicates 50% of the population and then he just like it's not even like he's trying to control or like um become like a um a superior leader in that sense he's just basically at least in the movie he's iteration, like he's on he's mission. on a mission. He's on a mission for resource purposes to conserve, and then he he does what he needs to do, and then he got kind of just goes off into his farm and lives peacefully and shit like that. Whereas Omni Man was c- coming at it from a more, you know, dominating like typical your typical alien type of like I'm here to kind of conquer Earth type of thing, right? So a colonial, yeah. Right, so <laughs> not surprising. I feel like the lesser of two evils would probably be Thanos in that regard. I would say, okay, I hear you. I would say that for me, the lesser of two evils would probably be Omni Man because if you submit, he like, yeah, you have to do what he says, but the thing is, he doesn't wipe out the species, he only wipes out the entire species of those who resist. Thanos, no matter who who it is he's wiping out half of uh the planet but what's omni man's end goal for not only being the superior being but also you know conquering earth like what he wishes to rule so he basically so you basically be submitting to becoming a slave essentially that's true yeah and like I'm gonna exclude in this conversation that Omni Man, like the child aspect of it, like how, and how that will influence him, just like mm, on his prime, I agree, I agree, yeah. on his prime directive, right? And and you know, 
Um, Thanos didn't let the, his children get in the way of his prime directive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you in the no, way? No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you in the way? Like, <laughs> oh, I'll take care of that. But, like, here, the one thing, so I don't know why this thing, scene always comes back to me about Thanos, like, randomly, like, in my life. So, it's the fact that when he achieved his mission, he sat down and in peace and, and like, relinquished everything to the point that when they came to fight him it wasn't just because his arm was weak he didn't have a will to fight them because his he mission wasn't was trying complete. to fight them he wasn't trying to do anything like i feel like even with that arm messed up he he if he really wanted to fight them he would have won that shit or he would have done a better job right like he would have chopped his arm off and got the job done like that's his that's his if he was in his mission like he, a raikage yeah exactly like like exactly like that because if if he's still driven, he would do that. And there's something that's like I don't agree with his method, but that's why he's such a good villain. You understand his his purpose. And as much as yeah, it's an ego response and it's a reaction to to his trauma. Um, it's there was something about it where it's like yeah, he's gonna wipe out half people, but it's not like how the people that the Omni Man come from, how they they view. He's like, like Thanos doesn't care which one li- which one of you or I live, but he does want our society, our, our planet to survive. Yeah. He wants everyone to survive. So there's a part of him that's doing his mission out of care. And Omni-Man and his people literally look at, at, at other beings as insects and dogs and and just animals for them to rule and that mentality is a very different view than thanos is right they might they might cause the exact same amount of damage in the entire universe they're people like uh, uh, thanos compared to like all the the people the omni-man come from they could let's say hypothetically cause the exact same amount of damage but their purpose is is i feel like from omni-man's people is more maniacal and detrimental to the overall actual end state like if you just said like half the universe is wiped out one from a snap and the other one from these people dominating what's the result of that universe and thanos gives the actual universe a better chance of becoming better than being literally in control by a group of people Mm -hmm. i have a question a follow-up question let me see how i phrase this okay so just to preface, uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they it was a very, very quick thing. <clears throat> but when Gamora was uh, getting scanned, they said she was the last of her kind. Now, that would mean that her, her planet, her species, they did not survive Thanos' cutting out half of their uh, species. And uh, in Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel was saying that the, the problems on Earth were uh, were a result of the the, uh, the result of the snap of half the population disappearing. The problems on Earth were being felt everywhere. The only thing is they didn't ha- like other planets didn't have people superpowered people like the Avengers or and so on to kind of help them through it. So it is possible that the Thanos' way does not allow for half of society half of civilization to survive. It actually potentially causes extinction level events for 
those that can't recover from the trauma. Oh, 100%. So look, my, my question is, would, uh, to, as, as uh, Tactics put it, would becoming a slave or a servant on a grand scheme be better than being completely wiped out as a people? I mean, that's assuming that you're you're the pick of the litter. So it's a gamble, yeah. Because the one thing about Thanos is he cannot be reasoned with. Omni-Man and his species, they kind of can. <laughs> not, not well. But they are a, and I mean like a like a grain amount more reasonable than Thanos. Why do you say that? Thanos had no proof of his belief. He also had he also never bothered to check. And upon hearing the his younger self, upon hearing the news that his way actually doesn't work, was like, no, no, no I still need to I still need to destroy everything. And just start fresh. So instead of destroying half, he he decided to destroy all and restart. As you're saying, like a god, like he had a god complex on, on that front. So no matter like now we, what if did prove that if we just gave T'Challa some uh, some uh, time and space, T'Challa would have changed his mind. But in the MCU films, that specific Thanos was unreasonable. Omni-Man has proven that he is capable of change. And he's also capable of doubt. Which mildly, and I do like I, I do not I stress mildly means he is at least has the potential to listen. Yeah, but that's Omni-Man, though. And that's because he has an attachment, that being his son. So it's a, it, it, his son is the wild card, whereas the other people, assuming that, let, let's, just say, let's just assume that they didn't go off to other planets and start families, and they're oh, all yeah, about the mission, yeah, I'm, right? I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not counting his species. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about Omni-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then... Yeah, I mean, that does definitely present itself as a variable that could create change. And therefore, I guess that would make Omni-Man's point a little bit more about like, but that's just because of, it's because of the variable that makes it makes it so not because of his 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 vocation or his mission to carry out what he intended on doing, right? But he is like he is more capable of change than Thanos. Thanos is immune to it. But are we taught? But are we specifically debating the 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 mission, or are we debating the character? Ooh, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, because because what the thing that I was been harping on is like the ideology, um, and then there is like the actual like man right mm-hmm. and if we look at the just the man alone 
then I would say that Thanos is more dangerous because he he won't change his personality, right? Whereas Omni Man has the ability, though it's super dark in the fact. The fact is like you go sleep with a woman, create a kid, and you lit from his mentality, it was bestiality. That's what it was. From his mentality, he was having he was making a baby with with, with an animal. That's how he looked at it. Right? His dog, his pet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's that's messed up. But on the ideology of things, going back to the whole thing you're saying, Thanos is, you know, um, creating, um, uh, I forget the word you used, but like events that basically destroy entire planets. Actually, I'm going to relate the Thanos Thanos um, versus Omni-Man's, the people and like their mission, like the overall goal here to a recent uh, interview I saw of Keanu Reeves on The Matrix. So he was talking about a... Um, he was over at a, a director's uh, place for, for dinner and their daughter hadn't seen The Matrix, right? Because she's younger. And so uh, the director's like, why don't you tell her about it? So he starts explaining to the kids and, um, you know, it's a man who is in like a computer simulated scenario and he realizes that, you know, the world he's in is not real and he's trying to like uh, figure out what is real and uncover it basically is like his explanation. And the, the one of the children, the girl says, is like, why does it matter? And it's like, why does it matter to, to know if it's real or not? Right. Like, as in, like, her viewpoint seemed to be like she would be fine being in the simulation as long as it's good. Why do you need to live in the real? And I want I want to almost kind of put it down to like um, living under Omni Man's people is like living in the Matrix and mm. Thanos's viewpoint and what he's creating is putting you outside the Matrix. Right. Where it's like he not everyone's going to get a fair chance, but when he's done, you're not controlled. Right. He's resetting things and it's not going to be necessarily good. But it's it's like it's like the difference of like when you come out of the Matrix. Yeah, you got the real life. Not a pretty one. (laughs) like Not a very good one. Not a very, very survivable one. Being in the Matrix is survivable, but you're a slave. So it's like the flip sides of the Matrix. I mean, you can kind of equate it to what's going on right now in terms of the division between the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated, and given the wake of like this pandemic right now, right? A lot of people feel like they're enslaved to or being forced into something that they don't want to do. And that could be similar to that of like um, Omni-Man's mission or his ideology in terms of how he's in, how he would come down and impose certain things upon people for your and own good for your own good right like that this like this is for your own good this is this is going to benefit you but you gotta have to you're gonna have to abide by the way I am presenting the rules and regulations to you mm. interesting that is interesting huh well Look at what we just did. <laughs> we made a few hop, skips, and jumps and brought that to something, to something very real. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, uh, viewers, please, uh, in the comment section, let us know what you think. Uh, Thanos, Omni-Man, in terms of fights, and also ideology, and also as villains. Moving on. So uh, our final Kiki news of the week is going to be about an, uh, uh, a bit of an announcement from Mr. Ben Affleck. Now, he has stated that his version of Batman in the Flashpoint uh, film 
with um, with Michael Keaton and also with Ezra Miller is the best Batman he has ever done. That includes Batman v Superman. That includes Justice League. I mean, like frankly, let's not even talk about the Batman from Justice League, but. He believes that the Batman he portrayed in Flashpoint is the best version that he has been able to showcase. So, well, you guys know what I think when it comes to Snyder verse and also anything to do with like that Batman stuff. So I really have nothing. Like I just rolled my eyes at the at the thing, but I am rather interested to hear what you two have to say. So, T, thoughts on Ben Affleck's announcement? I mean, we live in a world right now where Andrew Garfield denied for months that he wasn't in No Way Home. And not to mention that Ben Affleck went on record and and said that he was going to be in Matt Reeves' Batman movie, and then that didn't pan out. Then he's, And even before that, he said that he was working on a Batman script. He was working on being the director and all that well, he, stuff. He, and, he, that all happened. Yeah, I know, I know. But then he backtracked and said, yeah, you know, like we, we switched it up and now I'm not going to be the director. I'm going to be in Matt Reeves' uh, hit in his movie. And that actually didn't end up happening. And that was all BS. So, like, the thing with – it's hard for me to believe anything that an actor says nowadays because of a lot of that. Um and of course, like, what is he gonna say? No, this was the this was the worst Batman interpretation that I've ever done in my entire life. Even, be, and I'm saying this before the movie even comes out, right? That's that's not that's not good press, right? So I don't get too excited about you know actors bigging up a movie before it comes out. You know what I mean? Like, so that there's there's that. But one thing that you might actually be happy to know, Umar, if you haven't already. Uh, heard about this is that apparently i don't know how accurate this is maybe you guys can look it up later but um this whole flashpoint thing is supposed to rewrite and pretty much change the entire snyder verse so anything that you knew about batman ben affleck batman aquawoman aquaman (laughs) wonder woman that's all being erased that's all being changed and now Apparently, Michael Keaton is going to be passing down the Batman mantle over to Batgirl, Superwoman, or Supergirl. Is it Superwoman or, or sorry, Supergirl is going to be replacing uh, uh, Henry Cavill's uh, Superman, and then I forget who else is uh, is going to be changing. But yeah, they're basically rewriting the entire thing, and I don't know how I feel about that. Umar, you go next. What about Batman Beyond? What, if they rewrite it? If they change this whole thing to set up for Batman Beyond? No, I'm just like, if we got Michael Keaton to come back as Batman, what about Batman Beyond? Like he, 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 Batman Beyond will only be awesome if Michael Keaton is, is old man Bruce Wayne. And what about Batman well, if Beyond? That, if, so if that's where they intend on going, then I'm all for that. Fuck the Snyderverse. If they if this is all to set up Batman Beyond, then I'm in. But it doesn't sound like that's what's happening. It sounds like they're they're gonna be pa- they're passing on the mantle to Batgirl. And it's like okay. yay for Batgirl, but most motherfuckers finally get Michael Keaton and they're not doing Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So they're they're setting up a, a, a brand new Justice League with 
with these characters. Darcy, your thoughts? Um, I mean, I hope that that Ben Affleck's best Batman has fighting in it, like good fighting. I mean, I I hope for warehouse. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope for the best depiction of Batman and Bruce Wayne out of him. You know, most consistent. You know, because he's given the opportunity to do it. Um, um, I'm sad for the mantle of Henry Cavill to be passed on to anybody, just because I want more from him and done opportunity to do it well. Uh, so does he, as he said. Um, no Batman Beyond feels like BS. If it's a Batgirl Batman Beyond, I could maybe be interested. I'll, I'll be okay. No, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. be down. Okay, for yeah, that. I'd be on board with yeah. that. I would yeah. be actually on board with that. Yeah, I'm down for Batgirl Beyond. Yeah, like I mean, I personally would like to, to see Terry McGinnis get the shine because he's like you know underrated. Well, it could be Terry McGinnis that's also but a, a female. Ah, yeah, you're right. That is that that could totally be legit. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, they work. I don't want to see a Batgirl movie really, but if they if they change things up and they make Terry McGinnis a uh, a woman and they they go that route, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm that's cool that's that. good. Watch we find out. But he was like, oh, it's Batgirl. Yeah, what's your name, Terry? Terry? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like. The fact that it's like it's gonna rewrite stuff, yeah, we we knew that this movie was gonna rewrite stuff like in two thousand and like seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> like, but not but not to this though. Like this just sounds yeah. Like this, a hot we were mess. hoping that they would just like you know kind of like just revamp the whole thing, start like from scratch and like. But this, I agree with like T. Like this, this is like. You guys still don't get it right. Yeah, <laughs> Why like, did I'm, you do I'm, it right? At this point, I think I'm done with DC, man. I like my my only ho- my hope now is that you know the Matt Reeves iteration of Batman is great, and they just build a new DC universe from that. Set up that world. It, like at some point, introduce uh, Superman in the same kind of um, the same kind of tone, like everything, the same direction that they're going in with. Yeah, like everything that like it. I mean. While I would love to see Henry Cavill come back as Superman, if they got to do it and change things up and switch it around and make make a new universe, then do so. Because if the Batman works, then just follow that format. And and basically, you, you have a perfect setup for like paving the way similar to how the MCU did it, right? Don't feel like you have to catch up because you're at this point, you're not going to, right? So you might as well just build from a good, solid movie like they did with Iron Man. And then work your way up to a Justice League. Let us fall in love with the characters individually, and then you can get your Justice League movie that you want. Okay, I, like if like I I love that idea. I'm with you on it. If they're going to bring in a Superman into the the, the Batman Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, like world, I would want them to make Tyler Hoechlin the Superman because like they're roughly the same age and. I can see Tyler Hoechlin and Robert Pattinson actually having really good, like, opposing chemistry, but also still respecting one another. The guy from the show, the CW yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I just feel like that, like that cross. I don't know if they do that crossover because of the I don't two, yeah. agree. This is like fan casting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If he, like, there was talk back in the day before Ezra Miller got it that like Grant Grust, Grant Gustin, Gustin. Yeah. Gustin uh, was going to be the Flash in the in the in the Flash movie in like uh, in Justice League, and also they teased it with the fact that like Ezra Miller showed up in uh, the um, 
the Flash. So, like, I'm just saying, if, like, mm-hmm. the Matt Reeves universe, if they, like, once they get established, once the, it, it's like the Iron Man where it, it takes off and it's like the solid uh, film franchise, but they're still opening up the universe the way you're talking about, I would want their, like, that version of the Superman to be Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah, so, I, like, I agree with that. It's just the thing is, like, so... And I know you guys can both attest to this. Like with the CW, tonally, it doesn't work as a movie. Like I like I can barely sit through an hour of the campiness that is CW anymore. And but, to, and and imagine sitting through two hours of that. Like Grant Gustin is great. Don't get me wrong, but they would have to completely revamp the character tonally for it to fit within a movie universe, and not would, tie have it tie in with the TV series. I'm okay. I'm not saying that they bring the like what I'm saying is how Tyler Hoechlin plays Superman. Right. That and like ha- have him do it. Mm-hmm. That is still like he is still Superman Clark Kent. He, right. Like he's the best we've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't want like don't even do connections to the TV series or the CW or anything like that. Just take out Tyler Hoechlin, how mm-hmm. he plays Superman. And put it in the the Matt Reeves franchise universe. Gotcha. Uh, that's what I was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. Darcy? I, I would agree with Tyler Hoechlin if he never played the CW show. I just would have a hard time if you cast him to play two characters, like two different things of the same, two properties of the same character at the same time differently. Cause that'd be like, I'd just be like, it'd be just hard to not just judge it like crazy and not, and be just and pulled out of the, this, the material because you're like, is this, but is this, is that, that, or like, it just, it's, yeah. it's, but I agree. Like he, like, thing is, is like, also you do that Batman movie, which I do want a universe out of that. I just want this universe to die and start new because like, no matter how much I like stuff in this universe, like pieces of it, not a lot, like pieces of it. It's it's such a combobulated mess that I just like yeah I just blow the whole thing up, um, but when it comes to like this new one that I'm seeing that looks like it's it's giving me all the right notes, it is going to be harder to to build the universe out of it because it's so noir that it's like okay, and yeah. is it Superman noir or is <laughs> or or like how do you get that that tone? And I feel like you can do it. Like it, it's possible. For one hundred percent, yeah. And Tyler yeah. Hoechlin could be a perfect person to 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 showcase against that. I would want a whole new suit because I do not like his suit in CW. Agreed. It like, it makes him like he's not he's not his a weak man, but he yeah he because it's like you put a muscle suit on a dude like just cast a slim Superman like. Yeah, like with the muscles he has, but just make him like make it body tight and make it like a, a slimmer Superman because we've had comic depictions where like Batman, Superman, all these guys are not chunky; they're like very yeah. slim lined, right? So it's slim lined Superman, cool, right? Like he, he's still tall, he's still he's st- he's still playing it right. So I just need I need a whole brand new suit. Like I need something that looks legit. But yeah, I don't know. I just okay. just blow it blow. Blow it up. Just blow it up and start a new. Let Matt Reeves start something. Bill, but the thing is that even if they do with Matt Reeves, unless Matt Reeves has a passion to build a universe, you need you need someone at the helm. You need a Kevin Feige. It does mm-hmm. not work yeah. without a Kevin Feige. Yes. And absolutely. they've had four Kevin Feige's. <sighs> Kevin Feige's air quotes, right? Like they've had four. 
in like a short ass time frame. So they prove they can't lead. Yes. All right. Moving on. Next topic uh, is the animated show uh, on Netflix called Arcane. Uh, now, I haven't played the games. I've only watched the first two episodes. I find it to be good, uh, like in terms of quality. It's uh, well voice acted. It's uh, it's got superb am- uh, animation. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of stalled on it, and um, shameful. Not... Yeah, I, I hear. You. So I made mention of this to the other geeky bros, who apparently both of them have watched all of it. Oh yeah. And so. Gentlemen, would you like to give your arguments of why I should continue? Uh, T, I'm going to start with you. How far are you in it? Two episodes in. Two episodes. Okay, so I understand where you're coming from because Matt was the one who who kept convincing me to watch it. And I, I had stalled on, I think it was episode two because I was like, ah, I don't know. This isn't really my style. Like, it yeah. looks... Like visually, it looks great. Like the animation yeah. style is phenomenal, but the storyline wasn't really gripping me enough. Like it was, it was cool. Like a lot, a lot of the action yeah. scenes were 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 entertaining and whatnot. But again, because I wasn't familiar with the the property, I, I had never played the game. It 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 wasn't really resonating with me. And then um, Matt kept saying, "Oh, yo, like Jinx is like." He kept talking about Jinx and like, "Oh, she's like." I, he's like, "I have a crush on Jinx." And I'm like, "Who the hell is Jinx?" He's like, "The blue haired girl." And I'm like. The guys, she's, I'm like, guys, she's like nine years old. What are you talking? He's like, no, 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 no. Like, you gotta like watch it more. Like, she get, she goes, she gets older, right? So I'm like, oh, Clearly. okay. So, so I ended up like continuing to. Well, before I actually ended up watching it, I was at work. I was at work, and the guy, there was a guy who had on um, uh, a guy that I was stretching. He had on a um, All Might shirt. So we got to talking about like anime and shit, right? So uh, then he he started mentioning, he's like, "Yeah, I'm watching this new show right now, Arcane. It's it's dope. I, I like I just finished the the episode three, and like I'm hooked, man. And I'm like, oh, I'm only on episode two. And he's like, no, 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 pr- trust me, bro. Like you got to get to episode three, and then you'll be hooked. And I'm like, it's funny you mentioned that because I usually give a show three three episodes before I decide whether or not I'm gonna stick with it or not, right? And he's like, all right, he's like, oh, perfect. Go, he's like, go home and watch that shit tonight. And sure enough, I ended up watching it, and yeah, from from episode three, I was hooked because after at, from that point on, they something happens, they get older, it it, it goes forward in time, and then things start to kind of like pick up from there, and like yeah, the fighting gets a lot better, the storyline gets a lot more immersive, and it's definitely worth the watch. Like if you if you get past if you get past the third if you finish the third episode and you're still not sold on it, then you're probably not going to like it going forward. So I would I would suggest going watching episode 3 and then deciding from there. Okay. Darcy? Yeah, you you, you stop sleeping, bro. Watch that third episode. You <laughs> Yo, like so um I will admit that the first two episodes are slower than the rest. Um and when I watched it, um like I would a lot of times these things would be like, "Oh, I'm sitting down to eat, so I'm going to watch something." And so I'll, I'll just continue, and then like it has to really piss me off. That's why like I'll watch through a lot of stuff that you guys like. Now I'm done. I'm like, 
I was hungry and there was nothing else. So, and I, and I, I don't like to sit and eat and look at a wall. So I, I like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like, look at a wall or the flash, <laughs> right? Like that's been a lot of my decision. So, um, the one, th- first off, I've, I know I have never played the games. This, the animation of this is phenomenal in that it is like, it is at the same bar as into the spider verse. It's at the same mm-hmm. bar. I'll agree. There, there is so much. There's so much of it that it like, it's it looks hand drawn, three dimensional, and sometimes live action. Sometimes they make the frame rates change on the characters in such a way, and the motion that they have is so it looks like it's motion captured, and it yeah. feels real. And I'm like, wow, that's tricking. It just tricks my brain enough sometimes. Like I forget that I'm watching. And I don't forget. It's weird, right? Um, the storylines get so good. I will say there's a couple characters that I was like, um, uh, not like I wasn't really loving their storyline. There'd be interesting moments or whatever. Uh, won't won't give me a spoiler, but like you, some people you can see on the right hand side, mm-hmm. uh, on the very far right hand side. And I'm like, I wasn't really feeling their storyline. And then you get the very last scene, and I'm like. Oh, this is why they've been telling their story this entire time. It's a setup for season two. The show does a great job, and you'll you'll get this when you watch episode three and episode four. Is that the first two episodes is about backstory, and that's when they get older. And so they're setting up the emotional piece you need for the rest of the season. If you don't have this, the whole thing would fall a lot flatter. So. They're giving you something that you need for the rest of the show. So once they get into that, that, that the rhythm of things and the show does a great job with consequence, like consequence of decisions, like they, they foreshadow it right out the gate in the first couple of episodes and they deliver on making real consequences with the characters um, that really drive, drive people in, in um, you know, like it just, it informs their character. Uh, and and what they become and what that means and yeah, Jinx, Jinx is fantastic. Jinx is Jinx for me is like an animated level. Say like, it, bro. Just 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 say it. Like um, I'm 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 forgetting the exact name right now. Um, it's not, it's not weird if you're crushing on her a little bit, bro. No no no, it's not it's not the cr- it's not the cr- <laughs> crushing part. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> they drew her right. You know what I'm saying? No, um, it's it's um, oh my gosh, I gotta Google something. I don't want I don't want to ask a question. Um, uh, she for me is in an animated level makes me feel something similar to Heath Ledger. Mm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, that that sold you, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, but you don't know the character yet. So when you when you get to that last few episodes, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. No, it I is. Don't... It is you, you. You. What What are you eating tonight? Okay. What What What, what you got on the plate? Well, apparently, I got this because you guys told me on this. I actually want to check this out. Yeah, you go put this with your dinner. That's what. That's all I got. Yeah. Say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on to our final topic. This one is going to be bad for me uh, because uh, I'm a little scared. Uh, so we've discussed in a previous, well, I should say, uh, 
Darcy and Tactics have discussed in a previous podcast that they loved Alice in Borderlands. I started watching it, and I don't get me wrong, I actually was really enjoying it. I've now finished it. I just gonna say that I kind of lost interest in the last like two to three episodes. You stupid uh, man. You stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before y'all, I give you guys the floor to like rip into me. For me, as the show progressed, it became more and more truer to an anime. And I found it less and less like a live action TV series and more about a bunch of live actors trying to emulate animated characters to the T. And as that continued, it seemed more and more silly to me and unrealistic which made it harder for me to f- connect and actually enjoy what I was watching. Cause like in the first, like the first like three or four episodes was, yeah, there were heavy anime elements involved in it. But the thing is like, they, they still did a great job of like making it realistic, like bringing it into the real world, that sort of thing. But then like when you start, like when you get to the beach and then like uh, you start meeting all these villains and they're just like so over the top and co- like cookie cutter and like like even the angles and the behaviors are almost identical to anime characters that are supposed to be like enhanced and like like above the real version. I'm just like, yeah, this doesn't translate very well. So like the last two to three episodes, well, let's just say the last two episodes. I just no two to three episodes. I was kind of like, eh. And then the ending, I was also like at that point, I, I just I wanted it over that I like I was just like I could not care less. Uh, so that's how I felt about the ending of Alice in Borderland, and like overall, I'd give the series a uh, a seven point five, seven. I'll give it a seven. Umar, question for you. Okay. Uh, midway through the show, did you switch to the English dubbed or something? <laughs> no, it was still in subtitles. Yeah, get out of here, bro. That 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 show, I like that show. That show was great. I'm not saying it's a bad show. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice show. You gave it a seven. You talked down like it was a three. Is that like you, <laughs> like you were telling the ugly chick she was cute? No. <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> hey, I didn't call any specific person. <laughs> T are, are your thoughts? Uh Yeah, I don't care, man. I don't care that you don't like it. I love it. I love the show, man. Like this this show was great to me. I'm anticipating uh the second season more so than I am Squid Games season 2. I don't um, want the Squid Games season two. Yeah, neither do I. But I want a, sec- a second season of this for sure, hundred percent. I under I I. With that being said, I understand where you're coming from in 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 how you how it kind of really starts to come off as like um as live action or live action actors trying to emulate that of a anime. Right, 
it is based on an anime though so i'd be curious to know how, what your opinions are if you ever end up watching the anime if like if that yeah. seems to be more up your alley i haven't personally watched the anime yet but um i really enjoyed the show i, I like how it was done i i was able i like i i got i got the over the top with a lot of the characters especially this the, the dude with the white long hair or whatever like he he definitely gave me like and because I, I didn't know that this was an anime when i started watching it right but i was like yo this guy is like he like he reminds me of every single anime character i've ever seen like to fit that role right so also the dude with the sword yeah 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 him for sure definitely the but, most but i mean if you're comparing if you compare it to like some of the other like live action bullshit that they've tried to to do like uh like death note yes. for example like don't like don't. this the, one this one is no, top no. notch man no no i will give you this this is the best live if like i again i haven't seen the anime uh to like uh to to judge but yeah, yeah. if this was the standard that's a pretty good standard for anime live adaptions mm -hmm. this is by far the best adaption I, I I could watch like I actually could watch the whole thing and I gave it a seven like anime adaptions I like I average a three. Yeah, Umar, can can you imagine if th this was the first season of Death Note from Netflix instead of what they delivered to us? You know what I mean? Like, can that, you imagine uh, if this was what they gave us for Death Note? Yeah. Like, because that Death Note that they gave us is is like a is like a point four, <laughs> like like Great. like it's like a it's, it's like not a even death note. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's like someone stole the notebook, it like like stole a notebook. It's just that's all it is. It's like it's like Ghost Rider rated R. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, sorry, I meant to say Ghost Writer, not Rider. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> random random fact about me, but when I saw Ghost Writer. I really wanted to. I'm like, mom, can you name me Jamal? I love the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, are you talking about the show from like, like back in the like TBS days? Yeah, exactly. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, Ghost Rider, no. where it was like like some some ghost it's like some would, like write... speckled dot kind of thing that's flying around. <laughs> Yo, bro, <laughs> and it would write on your page and help the yeah. help the teenagers solve mysteries. Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You, you need oh, you need to man. Google Ghost Writer. It's, bro, that it's... was my shit back in the day, yo. Yo, I I like I, I mean I liked it enough that I want my mom to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, as a child, I wasn't a very complex human being, but you, you know oh, what I'm man. saying. But but yeah, I, I, honestly, Umar, like, mm, no. Like, I hear your points. I understand the logic. I just don't care. I enjoyed it. Fair. The, the only only character for me that was, like, over the top was the, the sword dude. Because like, he, he just had no, no building. Like, there was no character <laughs> building at all. And so I was just like, but the thing was, I liked her so much and then i got to see her backstory and found out she she was a he and all that kind of stuff and so i was like oh, i was so enthralled in that i was like go girl and kill this dude like i was like 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 yeah yeah whatever i don't need i don't need to be complex all the anime part of this that like you know you you, you didn't like i enjoyed that part and there to the point that i forget that this was made by netflix comparing it to everything else that's been animated we've gotten from netflix like it didn't yeah. It didn't feel like the same bar. This, this to me, was the right move that they kept making the wrong moves on, which is if you're going to do anime and live action, uh, don't do a movie and adapt a show into a movie. Like, 
imagine adapting the first five seasons of there it is <laughs> <laughs> i have never seen this man yo. there's your negro tomorrow, bro <laughs> yo i'm like mom can you can i can you can i get my name jamal yo i used to have like that shirt that he's wearing like i <laughs> holy shit there are a lot of episodes in this thing yeah, yeah bro. I, I only remember like three <laughs> like, i don't think i remember much like three yo but like honestly like um yeah I, I loved this show when i was a kid man i i had that shirt and i also had uh actually when i was 13 i found the mr bean like teddy bear and i actually i oh, i used man. to i used to own the exact teddy bear i was like yeah was, i'm like i was too old for it but i'm like now nah, i'm keeping this this <laughs> mr bean um yeah but i totally forgot what i was saying before uh, you, you you like the adaption I, and i hear you i hear you oh i remember what i was gonna say umar imagine imagine the first five seasons of game of thrones as a movie like that's just a wrong wrong premise you know what i mean like you just never adapt a show into a condensed movie it just Agreed. it just it just doesn't make sense and so yeah all right well that volume it back to you t bro hold on before we wrap i got i gotta hit you with one last throwback yo okay one last one guy i'm excited Darcy, i know Darcy, i think i think i think you're gonna know this one hold on i hope so Suspense is killing me. Oh, bro! Yeah, you, know you know it, bro. <laughs> oh man, you know I don't think I watched that much of this, but I remember I, yeah. trying to read the books. Yeah, you, yeah. This is during a period of my life when I would read these books, and I would be like so massive. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, Iceman. Yo, I don't know. I don't recognize anyone else. Sorry, uh, Darcy, you were saying. Girl on the bottom left, I recognize her. I think I've seen her in like like a CSI type show or something like that, like or like uh something. But um, you know, this is a time of my life when I'd read these books and I would think I'd be interpreting them correctly, and then I saw the show and I was like, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was in the wrong universe of understanding what was going on. <laughs> but yeah, wow, what a classic throwback right yo that that era of like yo that 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 era in general like the clothes like the vibe <laughs> the 90s man that was something else bro we gotta do an episode of just like classic throwbacks man like i'm down for that like big bad beetleborgs mighty Morphin power rangers yeah oh man yeah team and t as a show back when we were kids man yeah man Oh man, the '90s cartoons, like yeah. Spider-Man, the '90s cartoons, X-Men, yeah. the '90s cartoon. Yeah, the X-Men cartoon, like it, it was back. so it's so dope. But like, man, those motherfuckers move slow. <laughs> like... Wolverine didn't do shit. <laughs> oh man, no, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, this has been another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Kumar. Please like and subscribe and live long and prosper, y'all. Peace.